All right, welcome to another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Program. How is everybody? My name is Kevin. AK, how are you? I'm great. Awesome. Mr. D? Oh, my God, we're good. Good, 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 good. good, good. Busy, busy. I can't even believe we're here. It's been a while, hasn't it? Pinch me! It's been over a month. It's been... (laughs) <laughs> it's been it's one been a month long, since we did long this time. Who sang that stupid song? Bare naked ladies. Bare naked ladies. Is it? Yes. Nice. What a horrible piece of shit song that is. It's been. It's been <clears throat> something, since the nineties that we made a song. I made you say underwear. <laughs> is, is that the same one? I don't know. No. <laughs> Close though. Hey. Well. Anyway, we're back. We're back, and uh, we are. Uh, Feeling strong, feeling strong. But however, we have uh, been away for for far too long, and we apologize to all of our fans out there, all of our podcast listenership. And um, it's good to be back, though. We had a a great show out at uh, the old Dubliner in Squaw Valley. We took a week off, came back, had a recap, which uh, I've gotten a lot of feedback on the recap show about the the whereabouts (laughs) of AK. That was a great show. Uh, A lot of people have said that was an even funnier show than the Dubliner show because of the recap. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine the Dubliner show was funny. <laughs> I still need to listen to it. I put my headphones on twice, and and once once I lay down, yeah, fell asleep. Done. You heard it's it through over. osmosis. And then, yeah, and then I then I'll uh, I'll wake up to our voices. And, you know, <laughs> like what the hell's going yeah. on here? <laughs> and a big indentation, yeah. <laughs> a big coil. Yeah, because you're sleeping on your headphone cord. Yeah. That's awesome. It yeah, doesn't re- feel good. Just remember, this is radio. <laughs> yeah, we got to describe that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like theater of the mind. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, it has been a while since we've had a show. Um, AK, I think you just mentioned it was June when? June 15th. June 15th. Good God. So we've been off for a month and two days. Holy shit. Crazy. Well, we apologize. Uh, But uh, that's all we've got. Uh, Thanks for the great show. Thanks for listening, tuning in. We'll catch you all next time. All right. Thank you. <laughs> no, we got some stuff to talk He's about. Out. That's for sure. So, what have you guys been up to? I mean, it's been a long month since been we've uh, been behind the microphone, so to speak. Dennis, I think you just celebrated a birthday, if I'm not mistaken. Fifty-two. Excellent. Deck of cards. Fifty-two, going on twenty-five. Yep. Deck of cards. <laughs> one of one of, Deck Tahoe, of cards. one of Tahoe's <laughs> oldest teenagers. Dennis is on the ground. Right? Pick him up. Yeah. You know what? I actually did run into a guy <laughs> who is looking not so great, and uh. I was like, yeah. You know, you I'm know, sitting Mr. right here. I can hear everything you're saying. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. D's birthday today. He's 52. And the guy looked at me like I was fucking crazy and was like, Dennis is the same age as me. And I was like, <laughs> oh yes, Methuselah. Yes, Methuselah. Yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, he looks uh, a lot better, though. Yikes. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, we had a, a huge. Got that going for me. Yeah. You're cool. only as old as you think you are. Sweet. Huge blowout, shindig, uh, if you will, Alibi at Alibi Airworks. Airworks. Truckee Public House is the proper location. But yeah, and Alibi is uh, quickly uh, becoming a uh, premier Tahoe Truckee in particular. Venue, yeah, something Sweet. we've been touting for a while now. Yeah, and man, it's it's top. It's it, the I've seen now six bands there. Wow, every band just blew me away. Even even bands that are not particularly in my choice of genres. Wheelhouse, wheelhouse. I was gone and I ended up staying for an hour and a half after I thought I would just go check them out and come back. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so uh, it's, the place just it just sounds good. Sounds yeah, yeah. really so it, it good. It sounds really good. Yeah. So you just want to you just want to you just want to stay there and, and check it out. Yeah, and then uh, the referring to the B Day Bash, yes, Kevin Drake, the owner of Alibi Aleworks, and myself uh, both have a birthday inside the week of July. We're both crabs, and Josh, the uh, head ringmaster of Sneaky Creatures, has a birthday in July too. So 
next year I'm proposing that we have a crab boil. Get it, crab? Oh yes, crabs. Yeah, uh, can, cancer crab. A crab boil. Kevin beer brews a special beer, and we have an all day birthday palooza. Dude, could you imagine having your own beer? <laughs> uh, Die and go to heaven. <laughs> Kevin was supposed to. Well, not Kevin. I guess uh, Metal Echo was supposed to have a beer for them that night, but mm-hmm. uh, it just got uh, with them be trying to get open and right like everything of, else too much going on in too you. much going on man yeah. so yeah too well many, too many cooks in the kitchen uh ak was there i was there uh it was a great great turnout a lot it of people fun. showed up for metal echo who put on an outstanding show as usual and you know what's cool about that crowd of people i walked around and um 80 percent, maybe 85 percent of people i didn't even know oh that's great yeah i didn't know awesome. anybody in there. I, I, there was a there was a small group of people that i really really knew and other people were just there and or just heard it through whatever or well i think that's what's starting to happen with those guys is that that word of mouth is spreading and um you know i i i'll tell you i hit the bricks when those guys are coming to town i (laughs) definitely uh put the word out there and i try and get as many people to the show as (laughs) possible um because they're they're they do cover metal songs and they cover alternative songs and, and hard rock songs. Um, but they're, they're songs that everybody knows. And when you come to the show, it's not going to be like you're sitting there going, I have no, I don't even know what this song is. And right. it's, it's just very super, nostalgic. It's just super <laughs> loud. And, and it's not appealing to me. It's you get in there, you, you, you get in the, in the middle of the show. And next thing you know, it's just big song after big song <laughs> done really, really well by a great band. Yeah. And it's impossible not to get sucked into that vibe. It's great. Not to mention the uh, the amazing Candy Zander. She's she's uh, she's she's a rock star. She's uh, operatic or no uh, Theat- theatrical. She went to college for theater and stage, I believe. Yep. Right. So she's got stage presence. She's like sitting for, on the ground for, for miles and it. miles. Stage yeah. presence. She's great. She's mesmerizing. Everybody in the band has got She's chops. It's great. Totally. Um, so long story short, uh, you know, great turnout there. Um, Dennis had a successful birthday party, and uh, it was uh, – I, I, I successfully used Uber for the first time. <laughs> it was overwhelming. I may or may not have tipped the guy. I'm not sure <laughs> I am old. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> but it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, can't wait for them to come back. And, uh, you know, I think we need to definitely lobby hard to do a live show from Alibi um, if we can pull that off. Easy, easy. Yep, he gave us the go ahead from uh, our last podcast. So I'll just, uh, we'll, we'll get there. And the five different types of nachos. Were oh, oh, my God, I forgot about the nachos. Yeah, the nachos. Yeah, yeah. So Korean. if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking about going over to uh, Alibi Ale Works in Truckee, the public house. Um, and you're like, uh, okay, but I, you know, I've got to get some food in my gut because if I'm going to be start starting to sample, how many beers on tap there? About seven, 17, 15, uh, 17? I want to say, well, there's 24 taps and yeah. there's two ciders. So okay. Know, yeah. 20, so that's, 22? that's a lot to, to get in. Yeah. Uh, you got to get some food in your belly and, uh, they, they are making, uh, nacho palooza, new, so new age nachos is what you were calling them, right? right? Yeah. Craft nachos. I mean, <laughs> fantastic. They're <laughs> really good. Yeah. yeah those Korean. are really good. The nachos were actually made in Reno locally, so yep. yeah, yeah, killer good. Korean so, barbecue. There's a there's a there's a, there's a, uh, a, a buffalo bar, buffalo barbecue or buffalo chicken one. Yeah, the buffalo Classic. chicken one, the one with the uh, blue, blue cheese. cheese on it was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, that was gone by the time I. Got but I mean, there. even the, the the traditional nachos over there were just freaking great, and yeah, there were just good. trays of them being brought yeah, out, and just awesome. we, everybody was inhaling. They were like snorting them like coke. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, awesome. I just, uh, K- AK, I just noticed your uh, flip flops do not match. Yeah, that's the way to go nowadays. Sick. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, the other thing uh, we should probably tell everybody about is uh, we are doing this show, El Fresco, tonight. We are out on the uh, beautiful uh, Permanent Vacation Radio Studios deck. And so we are deck, <laughs> we are deck sitting tonight, uh, a.k.a. my new home. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, the doghouse. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, we're out. The fresh uh, air is refreshing. We're outdoors. So if you uh, <laughs> hear the tinkle of some uh, uh, wind chimes or some uh, leaves rustling in the background or, or dog. random dogs barking, that's the reason why. We are outside. Yeah. So uh, what else do you guys want to talk about? What else has been going on? Mm, well, gosh, it's been real busy. Like the 20th of June till the fourth well after the fourth has just been like um unbelievable how was everybody's fourth it was really fun what'd you what'd you guys do i went to squaw yep um went to squaw went skiing on the third good skiing surprisingly yep. good skiing i saw you there not yeah, a lot we were, of people we were ships in the night we yeah. were uh, i was getting off the hill you were getting on the hill mm -hmm. and uh, it, i i every i the same this i gave the same response to everybody who asked me how was it and i said it was super fun i didn't say it was yeah. super great but it was super no, it was fun way better than i expected and it was uh just a scene out there you know yeah, lots of fun. skin lots of uh <laughs> wiggles yep lots <laughs> of uh great attitudes um lots of curves boobs. women yep. in bikinis boobs yeah, yeah it was good good looking women in bikinis which is always better than you know cool well that's what you're gonna find at a ski resort you know, yeah. it's kind of the best of both worlds mm -hmm. um yeah and then we went to uh Big Head Todd and the Monsters free concert at the bottom of KT. Nice. And then we watched the fireworks. And then we went to the cantina and got dirty. Whoa. Cantina. Haven't heard night. that place referenced in quite a while. Yeah. yeah. That's like the, the naughty dog of Squaw. Yeah. It's right. <laughs> yep. So uh, that's an old school reference for all you old school <laughs> folks. Yeah. Naughty dog. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, what was your Fourth of July like? Fourth of July. Uh, so, um, as you know, I'm a, I'm a lover of my dogs, and uh, I know from Fourth of July's past, and just dogs in general get scared and shake. Yep. And uh, so I decided to stay home. Karen went to our candy. Karen, whatever you want to call her, went <laughs> to. Uh, this is your Mrs. girlfriend. Mrs. D? <laughs> went to... Uh, Mrs. D. Went to the fireworks, and I stayed home. What from, you talking about, AK? <laughs> I stayed home for once, and uh, I was there to comfort Ozzy, the older dog, who I've seen shake and yeah, uh, like be disturbed. Shit. This year was funny, and last year, Jagger didn't give a shit. He was just like, whatever, and he, he didn't even... He didn't even... It didn't even flinch. So this year... Uh, <laughs> Roll reversal? Yeah. I, really? I just kind of lift after the first one went off, I was kind of lifted his head, looked around, and then dead weight. His head went <laughs> <laughs> right, there, right back down. Been there, done that. Yeah, I, been there, I done that. Totally. Like nothing ever happened. A total been there, done that look and, and like <laughs> back on the ground. And then Jagger in my lap, shaking like a leaf. Whoa, for, crazy. For the whole wow. entire and 15 minutes after. Yeah. And then for some reason, Kings Beach fireworks 15 minutes after, after it was silent. I'm telling Jagger it's okay. I got him on lease him outside with them saying it's okay. They fire back up. They fire back up. Unbelievable. And it's weird because I've never really been home for fireworks. Are you sure it wasn't like inclined? No, no, it was it was it was right across the street. And it was weird because I'm up on a hill, I'm up on the top of Speckled, and the and the the booms come come straight back. Don't 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 tell people where you live. People are listening to the show right now and they're gonna come stalk you. Yeah. It's anyway. I, it, the 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 shock waves were louder than I ever. It's louder. It's almost louder than being on the beach. 
It's it was, louder it than weird, war. Yeah. It's like war. It was weird, yeah, because it was like because the hills right here, so it was it was bouncing back. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it was loud. I understand why yeah. the dogs freak out now. Well, yeah, because it was loud. It was shaking. It was like, very minimal vibrating. It was crazy. The first one, Mabel's just like is outside, like I'm tough, I'm fucking around out here. Boom, and then she's like, woo, and she's just like in your lap immediately. Now, Larry, on the other hand, I was really worried about Larry when we first got him. 12 years ago, 13 years ago, because uh, I had had a dog that ran in the road and got hit by a car on the 4th of July. Ooh. So I was like, damn it, that sucks. So Larry, we're out at Donner, and we're at a camp uh, fire pit, and somebody's letting off Roman candles. And I'm like, wait till I get my dog, because hmm. I'm thinking the dog's going to run right into you know the road. And I see Larry jumping in the air and trying to catch the Roman candles. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, yeah, so he's graduated. So he's like, and, uh, he's yeah, like he's, I'm all about he's like, this I look shit. forward to this every year. Yeah. I feel like Mabel, Bitches. maybe fire. in her last life, Mabel fire, might, fire, fire. might have been in a war or something. Yeah. Rocky was uh, Rocky was out of town that night, and uh, he was, uh, I think, kind of sequestered and didn't have any issues from what, I, from what I gather. But, uh, yeah, um, the prior year uh, he was here. But he was pretty mellow. He's just a mellow dog, um, super chill guy. And uh, except when you <laughs> come home, he flips out and wiggles all around. AK, that's you got the best. Good, that's the best part. You got a good dose of that today when yeah. you showed up. He's but, like, oh uh, my god, you guys haven't been here for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I've been checking my feed every day on my dog phone. <laughs> Podbean for dogs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I so I just hung out here and uh, I heard the fireworks up on the up the hill here from uh, uh, Donner Lake. Um, but for the most part, it was a long show, so I think uh, uh, the show at Donner was similar to the one you experienced over at, at Kings Beach. I thought it was over, and then for yeah. some reason it started back up again. It was at it, least a half an hour. I think they delay that finale thing now, just impressed. to give it a little bit more, uh, you know, drama. Mm. But, um, it was, yeah. It was a good, cities it was, were better than usual. It was a long 10, 15 minutes after, the, the, which I thought oh, was wow. the finale. Yeah. And they just—they're like, well, we forgot we had yeah. these other ones. Yeah, exactly. That's what it seemed like. Yeah, maybe. Well, we've blown all of our fingers off. How are we gonna light these now? <laughs> gotta give the people what they want. Right. Um, yeah. So Fourth of July was great. Skiing, uh, squaw, I believe. Ow. Has it? Have they ended their season? Uh, they were going Saturdays. They were definitely doing it last weekend. Yeah, I think I saw something from the uh, ski patrol director saying, thanks for a great season. Oh, yeah. So it might be done. Uh, Mammoth still going strong seven days a week wow. from really? 7.30 in the morning till noon. Wow. Yep. Salt in that stuff makes it even And wow. the other great thing about those guys is, uh, so if you're in the Mammoth area, you can ski Mammoth. You can downhill mountain bike Mammoth. Same mountain. You can wakeboard uh, out on one of the lakes out there by June, or uh, yeah. I think also is it Convict Lake? I forget the other lake out there that you can uh, wakeboard on. Uh, tons of hiking and fishing season is just gangbusters. So I mean, that's what are we doing here? In Mammoth Navo? is the place to be right yeah, now. Let's I think. Just move. Well, the, the other thing about uh, Mammoth though is if you if you need to buy a cord for your iPhone, you have to drive <laughs> like four hours. Or uh, if you uh, if you want to stay up past uh, nine o'clock at night, uh, good luck. It's not going to happen. Mm. But great place. Love Cause mammoth because you're spent from all your activities. Or? No, they kind of just roll. They roll up the the, the carpets it's there like pretty early. Yeah. Yep. 
right. But I, I love Mammoth. I love Mammoth. Um, yeah, so uh, it's been, uh, it's been, um, it's been a, a big, long month. I bought a new vehicle. I got rid of my big truck. Oh. I have a, Sharp. I have a Tahoe now, when wow. Rome, you know. Encl- get a, enclosed, even. You know, it's crazy like because. soccer mom. Uh, the guy who sold me this vehicle said, uh, why do you want to get rid of this, this incredible big F-250 diesel? I mean, that's the greatest. You tow a boat. Uh, it's the best vehicle you could possibly have. And I said, well, I've had some mechanical issues, too, but. Really, the reason why is, well, one of the reasons why is last year our winter was so bad that uh, we would have so much snow in the road, the plow would come down the road and plow the road, but basically create berms in the process of plowing the road. But then if the big cutter didn't come by and cut the berm down, the road was the width of the plow. (laughs) And some mornings my truck was so long, I could not make the turn out of my driveway. I was hitting the berm on the other side of the road before they would cut. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, it's, you know, Tahoe problems, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I have the same problem in my old neighborhood, but I couldn't get out in my Subaru. Mm. So. Yeah, so you're going to have to get like a go-kart or a Razor scooter. Well, I have a Suzuki Samurai. Do they make chains for uh, Razor scooter? You have a flip and die? Mm -hmm. No way. Do you really? Yeah. That's I was going to drive it here tonight, but it's got a uh, some sort of loose wire, so the headlights just keep going A on. massive recall because they killed a ton of people? <laughs> well, yes. Mine's a 1988 model. Oh, that one was safe. Yes. <laughs> double double safe. The 87, the 89? Yeah, but actually, no in, the, way. in the snow, it is like a... It's like a little fucking rabbit. It's just like spitting the fucking snow out the back. It's awesome. Well, I suppose the the big fix on that is to get those big offset rims and put the giant fat tires on it, and I then it actually, becomes super stable like a Tonka truck. I've been putting. Uh, I have. Uh, I think they're called spider tracks, and they actually make each side, each tire, two and a half inches wider. Nasty. So that's five, ac- that's that's awesome. five ex- extra inches. Sick. Yeah. Sick. And it gets about thirty miles per gallon. So. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that thing. Little well, four banger. You gotta wear a helmet when you drive it. Better than not, it's good. <laughs> well, you always do anyway. For, I do. For the I safety always. of you and safety of others. I have a helmet on right now. <laughs> <laughs> for the safety of you and the safety of others. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, uh, that's a good recap. I think. Uh, I think we've um, kind of let everybody know what we've been up to for the last month and why we have no good doing any shows. Right. So what's coming up? We've got a big show coming up uh, that we're going to be doing in August, August twenty sixth to be uh, exact, and that is going to be the Can Fest show mm. uh, do we have any updates on that mr d i don't they won't answer me either <laughs> <laughs> don't they know who we are well we've uh, never done a show there before so it can't be that uh right yeah. that's true like no. I'm, I'm on them just i don't want to bug them there's a fine line between bugging somebody and getting blocked yeah and 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 being like aggressive <laughs> yeah yeah so I, I i try to do at least once a week maybe once every other week i'll reach out to these people and say hey well do you have the right contact information yeah it was the same lady that was really 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 nice to me last year okay she's probably busy yeah, yeah probably i talked busy. to somebody at your birthday party who said that they had been in contact with some folks down there and that oh, there really? was an open line of communication so maybe i don't know if anything's changed huh. uh Ooh. but um it was uh, uh spencer who's yeah. the um oh no it was uh it was um Oh God, I can never He's remember her name. Bartender is it Tracy, Stacy, bartender, Christy, Christy, oh. Christy. I oh, talked to Christy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they're gonna be, they're gonna have yeah. a booth there. Oh, right on. And uh, she was like, "Yeah, we've talked to them already, and everything's huh. already set." And well, they won first place, so they're probably they're probably got priority. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> my God, first place. You think this is easy? 
No, I'll I'll get I'll stay on her though. Yeah, cool, awesome. So hopefully that'll work out. I want to uh, use that new backdrop. But the yeah, the bottom line I'm is uh, it's not, I'm surprised it's not up right now. <laughs> well, whether we're whether we're doing a live show there or not, which uh, is basically a matter of I mean I I already got a room. Uh, I, I got we're gonna get tickets. Uh, no matter what, we're gonna be there. Right. So if you want to uh, come and join us, uh, whether we're doing a show or not, and just hang out. Definitely check out CanFest happening down in Reno at the Grand Sierra Resort on August 26th. And it's going to be a just a sea of uh, breweries offering their their best can offerings. And it's at GSR this year. What did I say? GSR. What did I say? I didn't. No, Grand, I, was just, Grand, I was just saying. Yeah, Grand Sierra. I was just saying. Is that GSR? Oh yeah, yeah. The last eight years, it's been at. Oh, Pepper didn't know Mill. it's been there that long. Peppermill. Wow, so this is a big years. change. Huge yeah, so for people who've huge. gone to this for years and years, and this is a big change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Grand Sierra Resort, get your get online, get your room if you're going to stay. Do not drink and drive, please, please, please. Um, and if you need any help with Uber, call me because I just put the app on my phone and I know everything there is to know yeah, about it. Now. Everything. Yes. Um, in fact, I, I had a great experience up here. I, everybody's always talking about Uber up in uh, Tahoe. Uh, I got a, a message uh saying that the the guy was on his way he was very um, he was very dad like yeah and, maybe, maybe even grandpa like yeah and and ak was telling me oh man it's never gonna happen uh last time i tried to get uber up here and i could totally see this uh it took forever and um there's just not very many she blew me off well and there's she not very many people driving and said i'm not coming <laughs> <That sucks. laughs> like, okay. they should get dinged for that right i mean you think they're coming and then all of a sudden they're not yeah, so I, I had Uber. a great I had a great experience up here. Uh, got a hold of Uber, used the app. They were there in no time. I was so convinced that AK was onto something that I um, actually left after making the Uber reservation and went with her to another bar. And I was hanging out with her, and uh, you were there for like thirty five seconds. Yeah, and all of a sudden I get this thing saying Uber is within one minute of your location and then i got a text from mr d saying hey there's this nice elderly gentleman here uh, <laughs> saying he's an uber driver here to pick you up so i went sprinting down the street with my uh, flip-flops on trying not to uh, blow out a flip-flop uh, stepped on a pop top um and uh, not get a bad rating on uber <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled it off and uh, got home for 25 bucks. You nice. cannot beat that. That's, yeah, that's great. great. You cannot beat that's that. Better than 6,000. Yes. Absolutely. That's true. <clears throat> yeah. Awesome. Um, so uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, live shows coming up. Uh, anything else coming up? I think we're going to try and do a Crest Cafe show here yes. soon. Oh, let's do that sooner than yes. later. Yeah. I mean, we could do it anytime. Can, right? we, can, we, can, we, can, we, can we pair the decision maker with the beer oh yeah oh my god can you believe that yeah i actually put the you haven't had it I yet i still the, haven't had it the philly meat on a mexican what i mean what? not not literally but it was, it's a, there's a sandwich called a mexican and that this is at the crest cafe the crest. and instead of the turkey or the ham option or whatever not i was the, like can i get the philly it's meat? not called the latin american whoa, whoa. it's, it's totally the mexican yes yeah, not politically correct yo or is it machete or, yo but it's good as fuck it's cut in half with a machete. Yeah. I don't know what they do with that Philly meat, but it's super good. Yeah, it is good. So the Mexican has got the Philly meat on it. No, I asked, Yo, Adrian. I asked special. Oh. Usually it's chicken or tri-tip or turkey, and I was like, can I get the Philly meat? And she was like, sure. That's the immigrant. Stupid. The immigrant. The stupid. Yes, it was the Mexican. <laughs> yeah, now let's I'm do a cast. Now I'm all over Philly. La migra. Let's do a cast on from the crest. Yes, let's do on that. On a non-Thursday. And we have a brand new giant step and repeat banner. 
Guys, Step and repeat, that's yeah, what it's called. That's what it's called. That's <laughs> nice. big. So that's it's big. one of those things, I don't know if you guys have ever seen one of these. It's basically It the, reminds uh, me of like Red Bull or something. Well, it's like one of those things you stand in front of at a photo op at like a red ah. carpet event. So it's a corporate <laughs> logo that's right. called, It's they step and yeah. repeat it all over the back. So it's a- Like skull candy. Geographic or, 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 uh, representation right. of your K2. logo. Yeah. Right. GoPro. So we have a step and repeat You've seen them before, with our folks. Big, uh, with our big caricature We're picture. We're going to take a bunch of right pictures. Of, of it. We'll just have people take pictures of it at oh the freaking God. crest. Yeah, man. How fun is that? <laughs> That's awesome. And we'll post them on the site. <laughs> yes. <laughs> genius. It is genius. Yeah. Interactive, bitches. Yeah. Get your fucking <laughs> right photo taken. Yeah. All right. So we'll uh, we'll have that. And uh, anywhere we go, we're going to have this big banner behind us. Um, eight by eight. Eight by eight. With yeah. caricatures big. above our heads yeah. of us. Yeah. Got a good deal on that. Pretty uh, cool. Found a brand new company that's just trying to get their legs. Should, and, we, plug, uh, should we plug them? Uh, I would plug them if I could remember the name of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That's so sad. It's all right. You can find them on. Just Google it. Google it. Look it up. Hand of God. That was a, Hand of God. Yeah, Somebody fart? Corolla. Oh. Thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So what else has been going on? Anything? Uh, what, what do you want, guys want to talk about? I hit a deer. Ooh, shit. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So that's kind of happening right now. All these deers are walking around with fuzzy horns because there are a lot of babies around. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're all growing up and trying to get the, the uh, lay of the land. In fact, we have two big, well, I think actually more than that, probably four big pink handwritten signs in our neighborhood that say, slow down, baby deer crossing. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, that's annoying, but... It says baby deer crossing, so how annoyed can you really get? Right, so, um, baby deer. Yeah, Bambi hater. But yeah. uh, apparently there was an incident here uh, in our neighborhood oh, uh, recently, uh. and uh, that's why those uh, prompted those signs to go up. But uh, uh, AK, what happened to you? Well, we was were coming this... home at 11.30 p.m., and we went past Eagle Rock. Right as we were coming by the big rock on the other side of the road, the thing shot out. In a split second, I was like, I'm going to swerve. I'm going to slam on the brakes. And then the thing just ran immediately into the front of my car. How big of a deer? Um, I would say it was a juvenile. It yep. wasn't a baby, and it wasn't a buck. It was a doe, a female deer. Hmm. And, um, yeah, it basically hit so hard that it bent the hood. It messed up one of the tires. I mean, not the tires, one of the um, wheel headlights. Wheel, wheel wells? Or... Yep. And then it... I'm looking at is it the Subi. The Subaru. So yes. we're out on the deck. I can see the Subi from here. Yes. Looks it's, like it's got some front end damage. Yeah. So what happened? Then the front end damage mostly came from a bear or some other animal ripping off the bumper the night after the incident and eating the guts of the deer out right. of the well, wheel Right. Well, Rocky, Rocky <laughs> just went down to go on a run with Kelly. It was like, and delicious. he was all over yeah. that bumper because there's probably some leavings in there. Yes. So some animal fucked up the car even worse after the fact. Yikes. <laughs> like, so, you know. Yeah, we had a big bear here in the uh, yard uh, just a couple nights ago. Um, Rocky went from zero to 60 in 2.1 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, fastest production do- jo- dog on the market. And, um, he came ripping out the door and uh, almost went through the screen and was just <laughs> in the freaking, you know, linebacker position. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell, dude? And I got out my flashlight and I looked down. I saw the biggest bear I have ever seen in Tahoe trying to take the door of our bear box off. Wow. And uh, luckily, I, yeah, luckily I chased him off. And it's been off before. It's that's <laughs> that it's thing's barely. Ha- yeah, it's barely hanging on. Ah, <laughs> uh, bears. Yep. They're strong. (laughs) 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 
I guess that's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. This is our last show. We <laughs> <laughs> run out of shit. No, this isn't true. We've run out of stuff to say. I need mic therapy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the other thing about uh, we we're gonna—I don't even know. This is a total left left turn here. But uh, one thing I forgot to mention was if we are doing a show at. Um, at uh, CanFest, we are going to have Lindsay with an A behind oh, cool. the other mic uh, because AK is going to be uh, off in points unknown. Oh, not cool. Uh, being, I think she's going to be dressed up as a after-dinner mint at some wedding. No, no wedding. <laughs> what? No wedding. I know you always think it's a wedding. No. Uh, um, family reunion. Family reunion ah, that's in it. Tennessee and then slipping down to Virginia for a... I'm gonna go to the Lock-In Festival, which is a big festival um, right up the road from where my parents live in uh, near Lynchburg, and I'm gonna see Bob Weir, Phil Lesh, cool. um, bunch of people like Disco Biscuit, String Cheese, gonna be there. Widespread Panic. Um, we just happen to wow, be there. Wow, what a what a lineup! Uh, not all the same day, but yeah, um, yeah. definitely seeing Bobby and Phil. And how about Dawkins? It's a Dawkins <laughs> festival, right? Da- Dawkins yeah. gonna play, right? Breaking uh, the chains. Definitely warrant. Breaking it's gonna be the there chains. for sure. So. Um, yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Can't make it stop. Okay. Will Will those guys be there? Gosh, and I can only hope. Well, from beyond the grave. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be a good time. Lots of traveling in August. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, I have got maybe a mammoth trip coming up. I'm going to try and get one more day of skiing in if I can. Get a hot spring. Uh, I just ordered one of those super killer car top camp uh, tents. Oh, that I go right got on the rack and have a ladder that comes yeah, down to the ground. Yeah, I just bought one from a guy in Alpine Meadows. Yeah, it was like, like a, a, he wanted like a grand. For yeah, it. they're not cheap. No, but it goes on a car or whatever. No, it goes on a car. You go in Anything. it. Anything. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking awesome. It, and then you take all the food, put it in the car instead of in a tent, so yeah. the bear can't get it. But and it's then like a destroys the, rack that you and then destroys in. the car from underneath you. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah so no, I, I'm awesome. getting a I'm getting a Yakima, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked on that, and uh, looking forward to uh, why not a Thule. Uh, well, this is a sleeper, right? You y- sleep in it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a two person tent, oh. and uh, basically it sits right on the top of your rack on the top of your car. Cool. And uh, what you do is you open it up, you uncover it, and then it has a very rigid platform. So it's in like a yakima pod that, that folds in half. Yeah. So what what you do cool. is you unfold it, and it's hinged in the middle. And it's super rigid, so it creates a platform, and it hangs out over the side of your car, <laughs> and then it has a la- uh, an incorporated ladder, and it comes down. The ladder it's comes down to awesome. the ground, <laughs> so you're now you've got a two person tent above your vehicle, right? And so you can carry all that much more stuff because you don't have all that camping gear, and, and you can sleep and, in it, and shade beneath the beneath the. Thing. And they also great. they make that goes right on the rack, the two bars. They make a sunshade that pulls straight off <laughs> and just it, right cool. down to the ground. Awesome, just it's awesome. awesome. Thing. Yep, yep, yep. We've been looking at those little uh, pop-up campers that you put on the back of the vehicle and tow around. Yeah. Uh, We went to look at one, actually, and uh, it was a little beat up. And Mark opened the door to it, and there were two people sleeping in it. Oh. And we were like, ah, sorry, never mind. And uh, we didn't get it. Did did you say cash check or charge? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, what's this? (laughs) Well, at least get the people out of the room. But, yeah. How long have you been here? Yeah, I'm like, Seven days. Smells like urine. Um, Yeah, gross. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think we're going to take a quick little break right here. And then I think we got a, a WTF coming up. So uh, don't go anywhere. You'll barely notice that we're Don't go anywhere. Gone. That's right. 
<laughs> All right, we are we are back from a short little break here, but we are going to get into uh, one of our best beloved segments of all time, which is of course WTF. What the fuck? Corey Feldman edition. Okay, we are not unlike Corey Feldman. Yeah. So this week on WTF, I found a great story on one of the major news. Sources, yeah, sources out there, sure. and uh, the the title of the uh, the story really caught my attention because I seem I see I feel like these stories are coming um, out more and more often now as uh, the communication lines have become more open. Uh, getting messages or information to people is, is so much faster; it's 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 instantaneous nowadays. So when someone has some sort of medical malady. Um, especially one that's very bizarre, you know, the whole, uh, uh, you know, going into the x-ray room and saying, I've got a bottle of pert shoved up my ass and saying, uh, oh, yeah, I slipped and fell. Yeah. It's, it's Fusilli Jerry. Uh, it's on my ass. That doesn't work anymore. It's got to be pretty outrageous. Do they so, make pert anymore? Pert, uh, yes, do. he's, the, he's pert. the drummer for Rush. Pert. Uh, pert. So um, did you get that? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Den- Dennis is tired. Uh, <laughs> I got so, it. Uh, we have a story coming out of London, England, and uh, this headline just reaches out and grabs you. Doctors find 27 contact lenses in woman's eye. Uh, now, we've all had our medical... How? how does that happen? We've all had no, our medical sense. medical maladies here. Uh, AK is dealing with some stuff right now. Dennis is on the mend. Uh, he's been trying to balance his diet out to, to try and uh, make sure that he becomes uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Running Man. Celery, carrots only. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he gets to look at pictures of food in magazines. And then... Um, <laughs> Smothered in blue cheese dressing. Yeah. And then uh, I, find, I find that the more oil I consume, uh, I just become sluggish and... Yeah, it's probably clogging my Slightly my shruggish bone. Yeah, clogging my uh, arteries. So I gotta gotta cut that out. So more salads, all that good stuff. But when you go into the doctor and you say, "Hey, I've got some seeing issues, some some vision issues," and they're saying, "Well, you might have glaucoma. We can do a basic glaucoma surgery on you, or smoke some weed." Now, did she have glaucoma? So here's the thing. Let me read some of this uh, article for you. A 67 year old woman scheduled for routine cataract surgery in November thought it was just dry eyes and old age <laughs> causing her discomfort, God. she told her surgeons. So, the doctors at... She uh, doesn't realize that she doesn't. She has to take them out. Idiot, goes, I mean... Fucking idiot. Uh, well, don't, don't jump ahead. Let's, let's Common see what, sense. Yeah, so the doctors uh, found to be the real cause of her discomfort was much more concerning. Essentially, what happened was... Um, the uh, 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 anesthesiologist came in and was beginning to numb her eye for surgery when he found the first cluster of contacts. He put a speculum, that's a word that women hate, uh, into the eye to hold the eye open as he put the anesthetic in, and he noticed a blue mass under the top eyelid. So I guess when you stack these things up together, mm-hmm. the the plastic that they're made out of eventually- A blue hue. hue a blue hue. Like Lake Tahoe. That was the name, name of my first uh, college band, Blue Hue. Blue Hue. hue. And um, that mass was a clump of 17 lenses. Sure. On a, Upon further- Inspection. Another ten were found. How big are these people's eyes? Is this Corey Feld or the Corey Feldman? Is this uh, who's the other Feldman? The guy that was in uh, uh, Marty Feldman. Marty. <laughs> 
Oh right, the guy with the crazy Ma- eyes. Is this Marty Feldman we're talking about? Remember when? Uh, remember when uh, Doctor Frankenstein says, uh, "Damn your eyes!" and he can see, and he looks, he points his eyes, he goes, "Too late." <laughs> no. Okay, having having worn contacts for much of my life until I got LASIK eye surgery, which is the best thing ever. Whoa. Um, I could never he, do that. Okay, here's what would happen: is sometimes you'd be out. And for some reason, something would get in your eye, and the contact would fold in half and slip back up into your eye. Disgusting. And all you can do is be like, oh, my God, this is fucking annoying. So you, like, run to the bathroom or whatever, and you're just trying to get this thing out of your eye by pulling your eyelid down. And And sometimes you'd actually have to stick your finger in there and physically pull that motherfucker down and get it out. Until you did that, you were in an intense amount of uncomfort. Yes. Now, having said that, this lady had... 27 of them clumped into a ball. I mean, like, I don't know if you wear Clearly, she had a higher tolerance for uh, <laughs> or, uh, well, discarded uh, contact I tolerance. Know, I don't understand either. how 27 got in there. And, no. Uh, does she just put, she kept putting them in? Yeah. It's, it's just, unbelievable. So, I mean, so, how do they even fit in there? Tells you that you should take the old one out. Oh, or it's just, fucking believable. Well, you would think that they dissolve like stitches? They so, don't. No. I, I, so, so, you would think that uh, common sense would tell you or common. Uh, human nature would tell you I, I i'm gonna take the time the energy and the effort to put a new contact lens in after the one that fell out it, i couldn't find uh. but you would think you would see some sort of noticeable vision improvement as a result of that and if there was any degradation of vision or no improvement on vision you would simply stop doing that well and at, at some point isn't your eye kind of Infected a little bit. I oh mean, yeah, they said it was a ball of pus. Uh, yeah, what the fuck? Also, the name of one of my college bands. And how long does much. it take you to wait to go to the doctor when you have an eyeball that is a ball of pus? How long? Well, does that let's take? see. She was uh, sixty-seven years old. Oh my God. Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Doesn't anybody? Is this somebody's mother? I mean, are you taking care of this woman? I mean. How in God's name do you get that far into it? And I mean, there's like hundreds of dollars worth of contacts in her eye. All right, so Dr. Thomas <laughs> Steinemann, a clinical spokesman for the American Academy of Ophthalmology, said he has seen patients have one lens stuck, but never 27. This is one for the record books. As far as I can tell, he said, the woman had been wearing a monthly disposable contact lens for 35 years. I hope oh, she didn't have the same God. problem. With, I hope she didn't have the same problem with her tampons. That was in uh, there for 35 years. But it's unclear how they had been gathering oh in her God. eye. Sometimes she told the surgeons when the uh, when she would try to remove the contact from that eye, she just couldn't find Obviously. it. Obviously, the pain. Uh, the patient figured out that she had dropped it somewhere. Um, explained, but uh, the doctor had explained, but it was actually getting stuck in her oh eye with my the other. So she was just repeatedly putting one in. It was flipping back up in there. And she was like, well, that one fell on the ground. And she couldn't obviously see because she doesn't have her contacts in. And then she was just putting more and more in. What the fuck? What a fucking weirdo. (laughs) Here's an obvious statement. And even though she accumulated 27 contacts in her right eye, the left eye was fine. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, that's the one she went to first. But it's it's such a weird dynamic there. It's like, uh, so the person is constantly. Constantly sticking a new contact in I'm the right call, eye, but nothing call, going on on the left. I'm going to call mental illness. I'm going to call, not, yeah. Like she's maybe not, she she's can't dementia. take care of herself. Yeah. 
when did, when did contact, each contact have a drop of acid in it? When contacted for comment, the 67-year-old uh, woman who had the 27 contacts in her eye said, uh, "Fuck you, Dennis, Mr. D. Uh, I'm as <laughs> I'm as sane as uh, you are. I am unbatshit. I'm as sharp as a cue ball. Right. Jeez. Warning signs of a trap contact include. Uh, sharp scratchy, or sharp scratchy pain. pain. Yeah, it totally hurts like Light hell. sensitivity, redness. Ouch. Ouch. Dry Ouch. eye has more of a green and sensation. Pouring out of your eye 24-7. That's fucking crazy. Um, <sighs> I, I mean, like, have you ever just gotten, like, a little something in your eye and you're just, like, freaking out and, like, uh, and you got people looking in there and it's usually, like, an eyelash or something? This was a whole contact. Yeah. So Unbelievable. The doctor said that uh, um, basically soft contact lens. Excuse me. Soft. So- <laughs> <laughs> Soft contact lenses like the disposable ones uh, the patient would have worn can act as a sponge because they are porous to some degree. Mm. They have to breathe inside mm-hmm. your eye mm-hmm. to soak up bacteria, which would have high, a high likelihood of infection. The woman's surgery was postponed after the contacts were removed because of that increased risk. She came back two weeks later feeling, Ugh. quote unquote, so much better. <laughs> <laughs> No shit. <laughs> and had and had the surgery she had come for in the first place. I was waiting for them to say, "Oh, you have twenty twenty vision now. <laughs> you don't need the surgery any anyway." So who's the doctor? Right. Who's the doctor who diagnosed the glaucoma, set her up for the surgery, yeah. and didn't notice that there was twenty seven exactly. fucking. I would. Like, it was a Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. In her eye. Yeah. And this doctor was like, "Remember, it's glaucoma." Like really? Wow. I don't know where that guy went to school, but. We're gonna set you up for some surgery. Please bill me. And please thought, bill, please and bill me. British people usually have really bad teeth. Pull his teeth. license. Apparently, British aye, people aye, aye. have bad teeth and bad eyes. Pull the license. Yeah. Unbelievable. So anyway, uh, that is our WTF. What for this week? I mean, good lord. So definitely, maybe do a double check if you think you might have dropped your contact on the ground. Uh, it might still be in your eye, and you don't, don't want to keep putting them in there. I don't know if there's a word for 27. I know there's a word for like four. Like, <laughs> like if you were to make a a quadruple stuff Oreo, but I don't know how many. Why does everything stuffs... go back to Oreos with you? I don't know how many stuffs it would be for 27. 27. That's like a a well, whatever stuffed Glob. Oreo. Good 27. Night. Forever 27. Yeah, forever 27 Oreo. All right, and we are back, and uh, it is Permanent Vacation Radio. You can always find us at uh, our home base, which is permanentvacationradio.com. You can find us on Facebook at Permanent Vacation Show. You can find us on Podbean and iTunes and download those episodes or subscribe to the feed at both Permanent Vacation Radio. And uh, you can always get brand new shows in your feed. And uh, last but not least, you can find us on Instagram at permanent underscore vacation underscore radio. Boom. All right. Radio. So, uh, last but not least, it's been a while, and uh, we've all been very, very busy. I bought a brand new car. Uh, I wrecked my car. Yep, you <laughs> hit a deer. Um, that I really went, sucks. I, I went to Harley Davidson and eyeball shopped. Yeah. Did you? Did you, uh, did you find out about that class? I did. And yep. what's the deal? It's two fifty for uh, a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. They provide the they provide the bike. You got to wear boots, a helmet, and gloves. Yep. And they teach you how to ride a bike. And they teach you how to ride a Harley. That's pretty sweet, chicken. Yeah. And now, do you know how to ride a ride a motorcycle? 
I, I used to, uh, God, I haven't been on a motorcycle since I was in my early teens, 13, 14, 15, something like that. So um, that's why, hence the class. Yeah, really. <laughs> but I've always wanted a Harley Davidson ever since, I, ever since I've been the, on the back of my dad's Chopped Triumph. He had one of those Chopped Triumphs, you know, that's from the so 70s. Cool. Killer. I was, he was a single dad. I was the kid on the back. And I, I fell in love with it way back then. I've always wanted one. And then when I was approaching 52, I'm like, fuck. You, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, hurry up. You know, it's funny. I, when I graduated high school, uh, riding a Harley Davidson was something that was looked down upon. And yeah. uh, then it became in vogue That's again. what appeals to me. And uh, it. Uh, Against the grain. I was actually. Rebel. I was actually somebody who was voted. Uh, I went to Catholic school and I was voted most har- most likely to ride a Harley. <laughs> in the future, which was not a positive thing. Jeez. Yeah. That sounds bad. Which, which, you know, if you think about it nowadays, it means, oh, you'd probably become like a neurosurgeon or something. <laughs> like that and, and have all this expendable income right. you have a harley right a grease spot in the yeah. road so um that yeah the, so funny. the other thing uh the other thing that we uh all did uh while we were away on this uh, extended hiatus trying to uh you know recharge our batteries is we all went and saw great live music now um dennis you and i both went and saw tool yes uh it was my first time seeing tool you have uh and you, not your last yeah, you've you've seen Tool a number of times. You've actually gone on tour with those guys and See? followed them around and yes. all that good stuff. One of your favorite bands of all time. Yes. And, he has uh, a Tool shirt like, on right now. <laughs> yep, he has a like Tool a, shirt uh, on like a grateful, caricature. Like a Grateful Dead head? I was yep. a Tool head. Mm-hmm. And AK, you went and saw uh, Roger Waters of uh, Pink Floyd fame, and uh, that was probably a great show. Tell us about that show. I bet Living the, legend I bet right the there. visuals were stunning at that show. Yes. Hell yeah. Um, this is the second time I've seen him in my life. And uh, the first time I cried. <laughs> and then the second time, uh, we were at the new Golden Center Arena. Golden Sac- One. Golden One in Arena. Great place. In Arena. In Sacramento. Freaking great. That's where I saw um, Tool. Very steep. Very much packed in with seats this time. <laughs> but uh, we were up, um, like, right of center. Perfect. All the way up in the nose- nosebleeds, which maybe you think that sucks, but actually for a pink... For a Roger Waters Pink Floydish show, amazing. Yeah. So what happened was I've never seen anything like it. Nobody else has either. Um, they have the obvious like stage where you know you've got everything going on, and then during the second set, these steam pipe looking things came came up from the ground right about mid center stage on the floor, and then all of a sudden from the from the top of the ceiling came... Like, like smokestacks from animals? Bingo. Ah. And then down from the ceiling came these probably about eight to ten oh. ginormous screens, right? So you've got this whole screen coming th- right through this fucking set, right through the floor seating. And they had uh, pretty much... They were all kind of different sizes, and they were projecting, like, you know, the typical, like, um, anti-political, you know super psychedelic um, visuals going on. And so it was like amazing because you had the center stage and then you had this thing bisecting the whole arena. And all of a sudden, like right about, you know, the time you were like, this is amazing. They started like uh, shrinking up and down and moving sideways. And, and like, it was almost like they mm. were rolling in and they would get real skinny and then they would come back out to full size again. So it was like completely moving like choreographed, unbelievable! Yeah. yeah, wow, sounds like a, quite it a was production. Quite a production, and uh, and then yes, yeah, so that that leading into that tour, all the stuff around that tour was very under wraps. You couldn't find any information about any of that stuff. No, right. and they don't, they, and I mean, good because it was just a. You probably had to mind. sign a uh, yep. confidentiality. Yeah, very very good. Uh, 
really aggressive anti-political <clears throat> stuff, anti-Trump stuff, like super gnarly. And they had the pig flying around. You mean the one that says Trump is a pig? Yes. And uh, and then at the end, the screens went back up, the steam pipes went back down, and then all this smoke blew into, again, the area and the floor seating, and this pyramid from like dark side of the moon came down and then all of a sudden all these like vibrant like laser colors came up and down and it looked like a it points it like a prism prism and it was like at points it looked like a you know when you like see like an incredible sunset and i mean like the angle we were at was much different from the person beside you so everybody got a different laser show but it was unbelievable awesome yeah it awesome. Was really and great. how was the sound there? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, great. great. And, uh, and, uh, and Mark saw Tool there the following two weeks later. How much uh, Floyd stuff did they did they play? Um, he doesn't play a whole ton of Floyd stuff. I I feel like every time I see him, it's pretty much just Roger Waters based albums. You know, mm-hmm. they don't play a lot of the Sid. They don't. You know, they don't go. They don't go into too much. Deep Pink Floyd. It's a lot of and a couple new songs which were really good. Mostly the hits. But mostly the hits. Yeah. Yep. Like I don't need to hear money that often anymore. You know, yeah. What was I mean, the uh, badass tune though? It's what a was badass the, tune. Uh, like, <laughs> it gets a little overplayed. Yeah. What was the big Roger Waters record with the? Uh, it was the black cover with all the digital green uh, radio chaos. Radio chaos with Jim Ladd on it See. was the intro. That was uh, actually you heard Jim Ladd before you actually heard the band. That's like me on the Sneaky Creatures. Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> oh, did you see that? He just compared himself to Jim Ladd. Well, Whoa. I don't know who that is. Jim, 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 Ladd's had, Jim Ladd has, a, on Sirius, he has a deep track show. Is he still around? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, crazy. Yeah, look that up, kids. Jim Ladd. All right. <laughs> Jim Ladd, bitches. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so uh, Dennis and I went and saw Tool. Uh, me, I got to see Tool for the first time. And I was hosted for the show by uh, a very f- good friend. Well, uh, good friend now. I mean, I'll, I'll do anything the guy says. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it, as the way things go, you, you go through life and uh, you meet people through random experiences. And we happen to be uh, uh, in a in a, uh, a bocce league up here in, in Truckee, uh, California. And uh, every week we play bocce and... Uh, one of the uh, uh, guys in our bocce league, um, he'd been absent for a little while, and we we're kind of wondering, you know, hey, what do you do? Why, what takes you on the roads so so often? And he basically told us, well, I'm the I'm the video production guy for the band Tool, and <laughs> immediately it was, just huh? like, it was like, what? You got to be kidding me! And uh, yeah, so. Um, he was kind enough to host uh, myself and Kelly. We went out and uh, saw Tool at the Golden One Center, a newly built place in Sacramento. And it was uh, a tour de force. Um, no joke. We yeah. we got there. Uh, Crystal Method was the opening band. <clears throat> we got there during their set. And we were met outside the venue by uh, uh, this friend of mine. And he brought us in this little side door, and we immediately walked in behind the stage, and we were able to look at the entire stage setup for Tool as the opening band was playing, which was really cool. Rad. Uh, got to see um, the uh, uh, Danny Carey's copper, uh, or excuse me, brass drum kit, which is the one that he was using for that. Uh, pasty. Pasty. Uh, he was a pasty guy for years. So essentially, one of these. Uh, is it just isn't paste? 
Or is it pasty? Pasty, yeah. Uh, so pasty was the was the was the stars you put on your boobs. Uh, so, they are. <laughs> so, uh, symbol company that he's been with for a long time, and uh, basically took a bunch of symbols. Uh, this master craftsman that he knows took a bunch of symbols, melted them down, and made um, a drum kit. A drum kit out of it. Apparently, it weighs wow. thousands of pounds wow. and is not something you can transport the same way as a normal drum kit. So. Uh, but incredibly, incredible sounding drum kit. Got to see that from behind the stage. Cool. And then went out and uh, basically said, here's where your seats are, but if you want to just hang out with me at the sound uh, desk. Or the, yeah, at the, at the little soundboard there. Right. Uh, right in the middle of the venue, you, you we got these two little padded chairs you can sit on, and uh, you can be right Great. on top of the monitor and just watch the show from there. That's where the sound. That's, there's, there's a purpose to sound yeah. guys right there. Yeah. So we were it at the sound. Sounds amazing. We were, yeah, there. we were at the soundboard. We got to watch the whole show. It was amazing. Uh, just incredible song after incredible song. Uh, incredible musicianship. Um, I was unaware that Maynard was so in the shadows. Um, as he is on, on purpose. Yeah, uh, he had a what was an interesting dynamic to me was that not only was he not interested in being um, very upfront with his persona he when hate, it comes to he skiing, hates that, but he also decided to wear a costume at the same time. So hey. here he is, a guy. Who Every show, in, he's in the <laughs> shadows, but he's also wearing a costume. So you see this the silhouette <laughs> of of this character that he's right. playing. Yeah. And uh, incredible vocal talent. I mean, unbelievable. It, the, the live vocals for that show were unbelievable. The video production was fantastic. Um, and uh, we ended up even hitting it off and, and had a, a small conversation with the sound guy that was there. And uh, we ended up talking about bocce, believe it or not. <laughs> so a great experience all the way around. And then um, after the show, we went into Old Town Sacramento and sang karaoke. What, you did? <laughs> yeah, nice. we did. Right. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Rad. Yeah, so a good, good full evening. We we stayed on the uh, the Delta King, which is in Sacramento. It's cool. the it's the old uh, paddle wheel boat that's been converted into a hotel. It's sitting right on the water on the Sacramento River. So we stayed there uh, that night. So it was a great experience all the like way a around. Fun time. Super awesome. Cool. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you saw them in San Jose. Uh, I'll tell you, the Golden One Center, if you guys ever had a chance to see anything at Golden One, definitely check it out. It is beautiful. Man, yeah, how steep is that shit, though? Beautiful, but oh uh, the sound was incredible. He the, doesn't know. He was on the soundboard island. The, oh, the facilities were beautiful. <laughs> uh, all the, uh, you're going to pay an arm and a leg for any kind of beverage or anything there. But you could actually go bucks. You could actually go buy a bottle of wine. They had a wine store inside that place. <laughs> you go in, you buy a bottle of wine. They pour it into crap. They send you on your way, and uh, you got a bottle of wine right at your seat. It's unbelievable. Reusable cups, which is nice. Nice. Yeah. No plastic. And you saw him in San Jose. What was your experience? Uh, Just amazing. Uh, I've seen him a million times. Where was that? San Jose. The Shark Tank. The Shark Tank? Shark Tank, where the San Jose Sharks play. San Jose, and it was uh, from previous shows. the, the, uh, The visuals were definitely different. There was definitely some new footage. And uh, the set was incredible, and I've seen them, like I said, a million times. One of their top five shows, as far as like Maynardisms. Yeah. How was your Maynardisms? Uh, great. I've, apparently, they're the same he's, at every show. I, I did some research into that, but he was definitely outspoken yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes he can definitely. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. He, he can definitely be a prick, yeah. and then it's it's weird. He has this. He has this. This friction with Tool fans. It's he, weird. Is it, he embraces Perfect Circle fans and Pussifer fans. He, he embraces them. I've seen all three bands of his. And the Tool fans, he's got some kind of something about them. I don't little know. Abrasive. Do you think he thinks he's they're always all call, He's always call, calling them 
fucking Tools? hippies or yeah he's I mean, just always like kind of softly poking at them yep it's it's weird it's hard to explain but the night we saw him he was very funny he was positive and uh it, so yeah i always i always like to listen to the mainernisms i call them yeah there was definitely uh, a point there where there was some inciting going on right. uh when it comes to call to action um yeah. and uh yeah, I, I, it was a weird dynamic. So my conversation that I had with a friend of mine that is very closely associated with the band, he's been with them for a long time, was um, the interaction between the manufacturers of the equipment that these guys use, because these guys are all sponsored musicians. Yeah. I mean, they're at the top of their game. Danny Carey is obviously sponsored. He gets anything he wants from any of his uh, suppliers. Laker jerseys, Kansas jerseys. Well, not only that, but it's like, I need yeah. a new... I need a new drum head. I need a new whatever I need. I, I want to I want to build a new custom kit. It's like carte blanche. And immediately he gets a, it's being shipped alert. Absolutely. So, but, but my thing about that is that when it comes to Maynard and his connection with the band, um, it's a fine line between those, that give and take. So you have these sponsor contracts where it's, um, uh, we want you to be we want you to be visible we want you to be a spokesman we want you to represent us we want you to uh and we're going to give you this in return and we'll actually pay you as well um but then i i guess for him to be so anonymous with that band how does that relationship work and the response that i got was it works <laughs> and it was literally that. I mean, that, the, the response was, "It works." It totally works. And I, I just couldn't get wrap my head around it. Speaking and, of speaking of Pink Floyd, but I guess it's like you you got to know that as a spawn as a, as a manufacturer or a supplier, and you're going to go approach a band like that, you kind of have to know that going in. And that's where the management company comes in and says, "Hey, listen, it's going to be awesome. Don't worry about it." They're very they're very King Crimson. In fact, I I saw King Crimson open for Tool once, and Maynard said. If it wasn't for King Crimson, there would be no tool. Wow. So they're like King Crimson. They're very Pink Floyd. If you notice on any, we had a discussion about that. And, and yeah. their albums and Pink Floyd albums, you never see Pink Floyd on their album in front you know, of their, yeah. their four faces. Yeah. It's always you know some, a relic or a visual or a wall mm -hmm. or a prism. And uh, that's why I got this shirt I have on it because it's very rare that you get a picture of the actual band. Uh -huh. And it's hmm. even a caricature of them. It's not even it's not a picture of them. Which yeah. one's pink? Yeah, <laughs> totally. So yes, yeah, so, and then uh, I saw them uh, in actually the King Crimson tour in San Diego, and uh, the, the crowd was you know shouting Maynard, Maynard, and he goes, uh, "Thank you, we are Tool," and Maynard, Maynard, he goes, "Thank you once again, we are Tool." <laughs> so he likes to be a band. He doesn't yeah. like to be Maynard. He wants. Mm -hmm. He wants. He's, it's a whole art project. It's yeah. not just, it's not him. He hates that. Now, That's guys... why he's, well, the very, 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 very first time I Ooh, saw them, sorry. I didn't you know, I know, didn't know who Tool was, who they were. And he had his back towards the audience. He was, he had his back, he was on a flatbed truck at Lollapalooza, not even, not even the second stage, like a flatbed truck in mm -hmm. like some field. And we, and me and a, me and a drummer friend of mine were walking by and we, we heard the drums and we were like, holy shit. And we walked over there and that's how he discovered them. But he was uh, like Robert Fripp of King Crimson who always also stands in the shadows mm -hmm. and behind his amp into the back towards the audience Maynard does the same yeah he, that's respectable Robert, I mean... Robert Fripp actually sits in a chair now right. with headphones on yeah. and he looks like the guy who is uh, you know 
uh, not actually part of the band right. and uh, yeah. is, has been asked to fill in because someone so, is right. sick. But, he, but little <laughs> I mean, do you know, he is King Crimson. There's yeah. so many assholes. He's the king of soundscapes. Mm-hmm. Like Corey Feldman. He wants to be the main guy. You know, He wants to sell the single after yeah. the band breaks up. Like these guys are like, no, this is a band. Like I don't want to be like the projector of the band. It's an art project. Pretty cool. Yeah, and then the interesting thing that uh, Candy was talking about uh, the other night at Alibi was even the interaction between when you when you talk about that band dynamic where he he is the band, he's part of the band, he's one of four of of the band. But there is also based on that new interview that just came out. There's also that give and take between him and the band, and that whole dynamic. So it's like really, really, if you boil it down, it's probably pretty complicated but also probably very interesting well here's my question i got for you guys so you're saying that like when you saw them he was behind a screen like the whole time no he was just back at the back of the stage elevated but in darkness okay. you could see he's, a silhouette of so him. does he ever stand he has, in he front has, of the has, stage and do it no no ever, no, never, not, no, not no, ever. no 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 okay, that's okay. a no no and at the end at the end when 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 uh, when they're leaving when they're leaving you know how you bands usually come up and take a bow yeah Maynard will, will do this or do a do a Spock thing uh-huh. and bolt, huh. and the, the other three will come out and say thank you and sh- shake hands and throw out sticks huh. and set list and and really like really like the nice but they're like thank you yeah all, he's all he's the Neil Peart of uh yeah, of and, tool right and, and, yeah right <laughs> like, and Maynard, I'm out Maynard's like peace out out he's hmm. so Neil does that too with what with Rush the yeah. band, the, the the show ends and he. Bolts backstage. You never I mean, see like, it. Because like a lot of people just only give props to the lead singer in a lot of cases, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. It was thing. amazing when Rush ended their touring uh, life. Um, everybody was blown away by the fact that Neil came up, got out from behind his riser, and tapped tapped both Getty and Alex and on like, the what? shoulder. Yeah. And they both turn around and they're like, "What the." F-? He, he has never stood beside them at the end of a show ever, <laughs> ever. until the very last show of his career. Good and uh, and uh, and he also took a he took a selfie from the drum kit uh, during the middle of the show. Ah, nice. And and did, <laughs> yeah, awesome. But I mean, yeah. talk about just consistency and dedication. And but it's like that's who the guy is. I mean, there's nothing. And what it, would the lead singer be without the band? Well, uh, <laughs> it could be this. <laughs> God damn it! That song's gonna be stuck in my head for a week. But uh, so, uh, 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 Danny Carey's drum solo, uh, epic, uh, awesome, uh, very rhythmic, very tribal, very. Um, it's he's not a jazz player. With the electronics all yeah tied in. He is um he is more of a mathematician. Yeah. Um. Yep. You know, I'm a big Neil fan. Yep. And uh, I like. I often ret- uh, refer Tool to as math rock. Very, yeah, it's incredibly interesting. Uh, I wouldn't even know how to approach writing some of that stuff. <laughs> right. um, their, but, their, their time signatures are like seven eighteenths. Isn't yeah. that that shadow song that you had? Forty six and two. Yeah. Uh, what about it? I don't know. You had posted it, and it was super mathy. Yeah. Uh, so forty six and two. So the human body has forty. Six chromosomes, right? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Huh? Right. No, it's right, it's right, it's right. The song's about the human body uh, morphing into two more chromosomes and what what we're going to be like in... In the future. Yes. After genetics play out. Yes. Yeah. It's an intense song. 
Um, bunch of fucking weirdos, man. Bunch yeah. of fucking weirdos. Super weird. Yeah. So love it. Love it. But uh, when it comes to drumming, I, I I do like a little bit of a shuffle. I like yeah. a little bit of the old old timey jazz <laughs> skill and stuff like that. The best show I ever saw was with the drummer from Tool playing, because I didn't realize that he was playing. Maynard was playing with Primus until Mark was like, "That's the guy from Tool," and I was like, "Oh, that's uh, yeah. This is the most special show I've ever seen." Tandy, we we uh, Candy and I flew to Chicago. For when that first went down, Man. when uh, Tim Alexander first got a heart attack, yeah, yeah, he, he was sick, right? He was mm-hmm. sick, and he, and there was already the Riot Fest was already booked in Chicago, and Danny Care or Tim Alexander from Primus handpicked Danny Carey to play three shows in Chicago, and we caught one of them. Man. Wow! And we Man. caught him, guys. Unbelievably different. Yeah. I was just like, why does it sound so amazing? We caught one of the after show part show shows. Mm-hmm. So after great. we played in the day at the at the big event, they came to this club and we caught that show. Wow! And we were we were right up. It was amazing. Freaking sweet drummer. chicken. Yeah, we, we have a we have a show poster signed by Danny sweet Carey. Sweet chicken. <laughs> Danny Carey, Larry Lon, and Prime and uh, Les. Nice. Awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. All They're right, cool. well, um, so if you guys are out there on the uh, concert scene, uh, let us know what's going on in your world. Um, hit us up on Facebook at Permanent Vacation Show. You can also find us uh, on the website there at uh, Permanent Vacation Radio. You can also find us on Podbean, where you can leave comments. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can go on and you can give us a rating. We would love a positive rating because that gives us higher exposure out there in the marketplace. And... Um, Oh god, am I forgetting something? Yeah, Instagram, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, per- permanent underscore vacation underscore radio. Boom. So check us out there, and uh, we will be back sooner than later. I promise this yeah, time. Maybe right. And uh, maybe live from the Crest Cafe coming Ooh, up real yeah. soon. So, uh, let's try and get some uh, lead time on that one, so we can maybe have some people join us. But uh, we will be back sooner than you can imagine, and uh, we will all want you to uh, tell your friends about the show. Thank you for listening to the show. Be a patron of the show. You can find that on the Podbean app if you want to uh, financially help out the show. You always can. And we really just want to thank you for support and uh, your word of mouth. Everybody have a great vacation. Peace out. Arrivederci. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cut your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault but couldn't tell you. Yesterday you'd forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Holding out one more to hood.